This is a highly important fact in view of the shadow which fell so suddenly upon me from outside sources. It may be that centuries of dark brooding had given crumbling and whisper-haunted Arkham a peculiar vulnerability as regards of such shadows, though even this seems doubtful in the light of those other cases which I later came to study. But the chief point is that my own ancestry and background are altogether normal. What came came from somewhere else, where I even now hesitate to assert in plain words. I am the son of Jonathan and Hannah Wingate Peasley, both of wholesome old Haverhill stock. I was born and reared in Haverhill, at the old homestead in Boardman Street near Golden Hill, and did not go to Arkham till I entered Miskatonic University as instructor of political economy in 1895. For thirteen years more my life ran smoothly and happily. I married Alice Kizar of Haverhill in 1896, and my three children, Robert, Wingate and Hannah, were born in 1898, 1900 and 1903 respectively. In 1898 I became an associate professor, and in 1902 a full professor. At no time had I the least interest in either occultism or abnormal psychology. It was on Thursday, the 14th of May, 1908, that the queer amnesia came. The thing was quite sudden, though later I realised that certain brief, glimmering visions of several hours previous, of chaotic visions which disturbed me greatly because they were so unprecedented, must have formed premonitory symptoms. My head was aching, and I had a singular feeling, altogether new to me, that someone else was trying to get possession of my thoughts. The collapse occurred about 10.20am, while I was conducting a class in Political Economy 6, History and Present Tendencies of Economics, for juniors and a few sophomores. I began to see strange shapes before my eyes, and to feel that I was in a grotesque room other than the classroom. My thoughts and speech wandered from my subject, and the students saw that something was gravely amiss. Then I slumped down unconscious in my chair, in a stupor from which no one could arouse me. Nor did my rightful faculties again look out upon the daylight of our normal world for five years, four months, and thirteen days. It is, of course, from others that I have learned what followed. I showed no sign of consciousness for sixteen and a half hours, though removed to my room at 27 Crane Street, and given the best of medical attention. At 3 a.m. my eyes opened, and I began to speak, and my family were thoroughly frightened by the trend of my expression and language. It was clear that I had no remembrance of my identity and my past, though, for some reason, seemed anxious to conceal this lack of knowledge. My eyes glazed strangely at the persons around me, and the flexions of my facial muscles were altogether unfamiliar. Even my speech seemed awkward and foreign. I used my vocal organs clumsily and gropingly, and my diction had a curiously stilted quality, as if I had laboriously learned the English language from books. The pronunciation was barbarously alien, whilst the idiom seemed to include both scraps of curious archism and expressions of wholly incomprehensible caste. Of the latter, one in particular was very potently, even terrifiedly, recalled by the youngest of the physicians twenty years afterward. 
for at that late period such a phrase began to have an actual currency, first in England and then in the United States, and though of much complexity and indisputable newness, it reproduced in every last particular the mystifying words of the strange Arkham patient of 1908. Physical strength returned at once, although I required an odd amount of re-education in the use of my hands, legs, and bodily apparatus in general. Because of this, and other handicaps inherent in the mnemonic lamps, I was for some time kept under strict medical attention. When I saw that my attempts to conceal the lamps had failed, I admitted it openly, and became eager for information of all sorts. Indeed, it seemed to the doctors that I lost interest in my proper personality as soon as I found the case of amnesia accepted as a natural thing. They noticed that my chief efforts were to master certain points in history, science, art, language, and folklore, some of them tremendously abstract.